Dude, ladies and gents, my favorite day of the week. I'm pumped. I got the energy. Plus, we got some Eye of the Tiger playing in the background. What else can you like? Welcome to our favorite day of the week, SHIT. So happy, oh, happy it's Thursday. Thursday. Let's do this thing. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, <laughs> drop the heat, Let's baby. Do it. All right, all you business pros out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder: please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, drop a review, help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz, schedule your time, and don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody, we're so excited and honored to bring yet another incredible guest on the Business Bros Pod. Today's guest is a serial entrepreneur and author with a mission to serve. He is driven by a passion for entertaining and nothing brings him more joy than uplifting new audiences and inspiring a call to adventure. More than just adventure though, our guest thrives on helping people raise their emotional states. While his book offers readers a chance to escape into an alternate world, our guest touches the innermost emotional heart of the reader. Journeys of self-discovery require voyages, getaways, and encounters with unique characters and locations. Today's guest brings all of that while challenging the reader's view of the world and their potential to transform it. Our guest is enthusiastic to stand in the gap and help others fulfill their purpose. And his goal is to attract authors of inspirational content to spread joy and happiness and to guide those who are lost and seek more in life. Joining us today out of Falls Church, Virginia, author of End of Days, The Quest. Welcome to the show, Rick Andy. All right, Rick, welcome to the program. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Hern. I, I love the energy. Thank you so much for that intro. <laughs> oh, man. You know, you're you're talking about something that's uh, near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, my dad uh, just finished, well, he's finishing up reading, writing a book. Uh, it's called uh, The Pie Creed, Personal Integrity Creed. Uh, and he talks a lot about the same type of stuff, about having that purpose. It's the same thing we were raised on, right? You know, being happy is the ultimate goal in life. And yet it's the one thing that a lot of people struggle with. How did you get to this point? Where, you know, tell me a little bit about your background growing up and, and you know, how did you become an author of this particular type of topic? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, uh, let's see, a little bit of history. I grew up in Chicago. Um, you know, my parents, I uh, had a Chicago police officer and a teacher uh, for my mother. And, uh, you know, you know, I'd say kind of like a you know, middle income lifestyle. And, um, you know, I went to school in Chicago, uh, University of Chicago, where I met my wife. And then, uh, you know, she got a job in uh, Northern Virginia. And we moved out here not knowing a, a single soul. Um you know, my first job out of school was, uh, you know, doing consulting. So I was uh, doing uh, business consulting for one of the, uh, you know, 
I'd say probably the largest uh, consulting company. I kind of grew up in the ranks of the company and became a managing director, partner of that organization. Uh, got to travel the world, uh, consulting, uh, you know, Fortune 100 companies, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, federal agencies, uh, uh, and just you know, all sorts of different types of businesses. Uh, and it's uh, a pure joy just kind of have that kind of exposure and opportunity. Um, back in 2017, I, I, uh, I left uh, my company and I started my own business, uh, my first business, I would say, um, which is uh, you know, a consulting company, um, you know, doing a lot of uh, strategic and technical type of consulting. And uh, I've been doing that for about four years. Uh, and But before I did that, I actually just took some time off before I kind of uh, embarked on, you know, kind of the consulting area that I know best and decided, hey, I, I, I want to write a book. And, uh, you know, there's a good friend of mine that started the process of writing a book and I was helping him through the process. And, uh, you know, I was kind of looking at kind of the, 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 the structure of it. And I said, hey, you know what, I could do this. And I decided, uh, you know, I'm just going to spend some time uh, writing. And uh, that's exactly what I did. Uh, and then, you know, it became more of a joy and a passion to the point where I decided to set up my second business, which was a publishing company. So that was kind of the uh, the journey to where I'm at now, and uh, you know I'm looking ahead to uh, you know you know bringing on more authors, and uh, I'm writing my second book as well. What? Why? Why happiness? Like, I mean, you're you've just explained how much time you spent in the consulting space, and you know where your expertise lies, your professional expertise. Why happiness? Why? Why that topic? It's so important. I mean, happiness is just critical to life. I mean, you, you spelled it out earlier. I mean, that uh, it's it's really the single most important. I mean, for me, it's the reason for living, the reason for being. Uh, it's it's really what drives us. I mean, just, even just look at, you know, if you've got a normal nine to five job, you know, and you really kind of look back on why you do it. And, you know, why do I do consulting? Why do I do all this travel? Um, you know, what's, you know, what's the point of making X number of dollars per year? And at the end of the day, it really comes down to being happy. And what I realized is, you know, once I started putting being happy first and foremost, then the rest just naturally comes. I mean, the, you know, the money comes, the relationships come, the, uh, the joy and the type of work and the projects that I pursue. Uh, it's, it's really secondary to making sure that I'm really aligned with being happy. I totally agree with you. Uh, waking up every day and enjoying what you do is the key. You know, it's funny because we talk about retirement a lot uh, and trying to reach that, uh, you know, exit of the rat race, should we mm -hmm. say. Uh, but even people who have reached a retirement age who have, you know, worked in a, in a company for, you know, 30 years, 40 years, whatever it is, and they reach retirement, they've they're, they're kind of lost all of a sudden, right? Like the purpose that they had every single day, even though it was given to them by an employer, it was still purpose. It was still something that's pushing them. And they never, I feel like they've never actually found who they are, their happiness for themselves. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, what, what the difference is between finding that happiness and kind of, you know, being a servant to, a, to, uh, to somebody else like an employer versus being a servant to others for joy? Absolutely. And, and, and here's the thing. I mean, I think 100% that you, you could be part of a, a major large company and uh, and still find pockets of happiness. And I think it's important that you do. I mean, if you're if you're working for a company, you know, whether it's, you know, working minimum age or, or you know, you know, you know 
earning you know a small amount of money, if you're finding happiness enjoying what you're doing, uh, and you know there's a bigger, broader purpose, uh, you're going to be naturally led to that. Uh, now, for me, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, the difference for me is really that you know I get to kind of pick and choose the types of projects uh, that I want to pursue. I get to kind of work on my own timeline and there's pros and cons to doing both. Right. I mean, there's nice, there's, there's certainly nice aspects of working for a company where it's like, you got a structure, you know what your day is going to look like, you know, what's expected of you um, where, you know, as an entrepreneur, I mean, those boundaries disappear. You really kind of mm -hmm. carve out, you know, what that looks like. You know, if you want to spend, you know, a, an eight hour day versus a 16 hour day, not knowing what that, end of the tunnel is going to look like, whether it's financial reward or, or, you know, numbers of readers uh, for your book. Um, but it's got to, but for me, it's being driven by that passion for, um, I like the non-structure for me. I, I really enjoy kind of having, uh, you know, really getting in touch with that emotional state of being happy first and then say, Hey, where's this taking me? You know, what's going to lead me to that next big adventure. What's going to lead me to, uh, you know, the next better book. What's going to read me, uh, lead me to a bigger audience. You know, when we talk about happiness, there's always that, uh, person who's going to come in and, and kind of hate on it, right? When you can't be happy when your parents pass away, you can't be happy when you're struggling and you're broke. You can't be happy when and insert. Losers always whine about their best. Perfect, Dan, perfect. Like exactly, right? There's always, you know, there's always something, some excuse, some, you know, life situation that they're going to say, see, that's why I can't be happy. But in my experience, it's always a matter of perspective. You know, even though you might have a real crap day, even though you might be going through a real tough situation, like there's always a different way to look at it. I, I'll, I'll share a story. I've been listening to a lot of Andy Fursella uh, uh, as I run, and he tells a story how uh, when when he was younger, he got stabbed in the face. He got stabbed in the face, stabbed in the back. Uh, and he got to the point where like his face puffed up really bad and he got into this big depression because, you know, people would either not look at him or like be right, walk up to him and be like, damn, dude, what's wrong with your face? Right. And so he got into this depression until one day he was at a store and he was walking in the store, kind of like minding his own because nobody really wants to look at his face and he feels really depressed, bumps into a cart. And when he looks up, he looks up and he sees this lady and her face is like melted off. She had been in a, in a fire, uh, in a, in a plane crash, uh, and she, you know, got her body was severely burnt and she looks at him and she goes, damn dude, what's wrong with your face? And that gave him a completely different perspective. Cause you know, for him, you know, there's always a different point of view. He said he walked out of that store that day feeling different, feeling a little happier. Not that the situation changed, just that his perspective changed. What do you think? I think perspective is everything. I mean, that's a that's a great example. I mean, uh, I find that being happy or being sad is also a self fulfilling prophecy. So, mm. you know, if you look at you know life through the lens of you know being upset and being uh, depressed, then you're going to find a lot of examples of that around you. Uh, if you go through life with the lens of you know I'm going to find ways to 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 find happiness, uh, then you're going to do so. Uh, and, and that's not to say that, you know, there's, there's things that you don't want to happen in life. There's going to be tragedies. You're going to lose, lose things. Uh, you know, you lose loved ones. Um, and that's, 
part of the natural evolution of life. And and there's there's something to be learned from those, uh, you know, from from going through those journeys. Uh, and and it's a way of you know how do you use that journey and the experience to 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 refocus on things that you know that you might like that might be different. Uh, ultimately, things that may make you happy in light of this new experience that you've gone through. What are what are some of the things that when you find yourself in in some of those situations, you lose a family member, you know, you, you're going through some financial crisis, or you're you're not meeting a deadline, whatever it is that's bringing you down. What are some of the things that you do, maybe as part of your routine, that kind of help change your perspective and change your mindset to to open it up to to be happy? Yeah, I mean that's good. I mean, and I'll, I'll just say that it's sometimes it's hard to just go straight from being upset and depressed straight to happiness. And and, and I really liked your example of you know you got to find ways to kind of incrementally improve the emotional state of where you are. So if let's just say you're depressed and you can move from depression to even being upset, you know that moves you you know. You know, one notch closer to to happiness. So, so depending on where you are on the whole emotional journey, I mean, one of the things I like to do, just in terms of a, a common practice, is is meditation. So I, I use that very frequently in the morning, where before I get off on the wrong foot or even the right foot, that you know I like to just kind of clear my mind. Uh, you know, I've already got out there in the universe things that I want to create and attract into my life, and. And when I get into a state of just having a clear space and a clear mind, then I find that I'm really naturally drawn to a higher emotional state. Now, whether that's happiness or whether that's, uh, you know, optimism, um, I find that's really kind of just a transition point to, to ultimately get towards that closer state of happiness. When you when you put yourself in that mindset and then you're ready to kind of take on your day, how much of your happiness comes from your productivity? Maybe you didn't, you know, at the end of the day, accomplish everything you had on your to do list for that day, but you've accomplished some things when you start taking action. How how does action help you realize that happiness? Yeah, action helps quite a bit. I mean, uh, it's. It, but it's got to be the right, the right inspired action. I, I find that you know, if I if I'm taking action when I'm truly upset and truly frustrated and and just angry at something, uh, I don't always find that that action actually leads to something that's productive. I mean, so so you use the term productivity, and and I'll say that you know, if I'm in a higher emotional state, then then I find that that if I am taking action in an inspired state, then then I'm always satisfied with, you know, whatever that outcome is. And, and, and I'll just say, I mean, I've got so many things on my to-do list and wish list that I rarely achieve, you know, 80, hundred percent of all of those things. But if I get a fraction of those things and, and it really kind of, you know, aligns with remaining happy, then, then, uh, then I consider that a successful day. You got some uh, trophies sitting behind you, uh, you know, some, some uh, rewards and awards out there. Um, you know, we and we often are are trying to be number one, and when we don't reach number one, uh, we we deal with some sort of frustration, right? Nobody ever really remembers number two, so society has kind of created, uh, you know, participation trophies and you know, second, third, fourth, eighth place trophies. Uh, how is winning and even losing helping you cope with, you know, make you stronger essentially as you move on through your life? Yeah, everything is necessary for that journey. I mean, I'll say that you know, I'll even point note to some of the trophies that are sitting behind me. None of them are mine. 
they're, they're all my daughters. So, I mean, so for me, it's really kind of taking pride in kind of, you know, they have a passion for swimming and, and that's a, that's a strong interest for them. And they don't always come in first place or second place uh, or even third place sometimes. Right. So it's, you know, you know, part of my life experience is, you know, coaching them through those emotional journeys. Um, and, and part of being able to coach somebody else through those journeys is kind of having the opportunity to go through those yourself. And, you know, I was never a swimmer, so I can't say that, you know, as a swimmer, this is, this is, you know, what it looks like to, you know, overcome that. But, but I've certainly gone through many failures, both in business and, uh, you know, career setbacks. And, and, you know, part of it is, you know, what are you learning from those? You know, what, what are you looking at? And, you know, and you use it as an inflection point for what do you really want in life? And almost every single time that, you know, you didn't get exactly what you want, you didn't come in first place, you didn't bring in that, you know, that significant client, you didn't close a contract. Uh, there's something to be learned from that. And, and if you could really kind of embrace those experiences as what it is, true learning experiences, then you're going to find it much more rewarding. You know, failures, they suck. It sucks when you when you don't win. It sucks when you make a mistake. They definitely do. But you hear that saying over and over again, as long as you're failing forward, uh, there are a lot of people who are stuck in that past moment, that time they should have, would have, could have done something, and they can't get past that failure. They can't get past that choice in their life. Um, what would you say to somebody who's stuck there? Maybe their best moment was, you know, Al Bundy back in high school, you know, scoring that touchdown, or, you know, they think back to the college days, but that was, you know, 15, 20 years ago. How do we get them past some of these failures, some of these mistakes and into the present where they can actually make a difference for their future? Yeah. Great question. And, 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 uh, yeah. Easier said than done, I, I think. I mean, I've mm -hmm. been there myself where I where I do harp on certain things. It's like, you know, I could have, would have, should have done X, Y, and Z that would have led to this contract, that would have led to these types of sales, that would have led to these more readers. Uh, and, you know, you can't dwell on it. And then again, just by saying you can't dwell on it, you know, doesn't mean that it's an easy thing to do. Uh, you know, what I try and do is, is, take a step back and just take a step away from that because you know when you're too emotionally invested and you're looking at that through the lens of something that's missing or a, a missed opportunity uh, then you're, you're just kind of creating this whole you know rabbit hole effect um, but if you have the opportunity to say you know what you know it is what it is but there's all these other things in my life that are going well right so let's just say i had a setback in business and you know i could look at you know my relationship with my wife of 22 years and say you know what this is going well and you know i know i could get some great advice from her uh you know my kids are doing great you know they're you know they're smart they're doing well on swim they're following their passions and finding the joys in those and i use those to get re-inspired and once i get in touch with those kind of happy moments then it really comes back full circle and you know if you really kind of use that to the point where you've almost forgotten about that experience that really was a big setback then you know that's really the place you want to be have, have you uh, noticed that your life purpose has changed as the years go on? Like maybe what you were doing in your 20s, you had a completely different purpose than where you are today in life, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if you ask me, uh, well, even I'd say five years ago, if I ever see myself writing a book, uh, the answer is no. I mean, I was never a strong writer. I was never, 
I wasn't an English major. I, it was never something that I even thought of doing. Um, and, you know, it's just those life experiences where it's just like, you know, it was a conglomeration of things. You know, I bring some of my life experiences into the book and to the characters, but it was just kind of a happenstance that, you know, where, you know, I'm, I'm really kind of helping a good friend of mine through writing a book and he's, you know, an avid reader and has a passion for writing. And from that, you know, just even from that 20 second dialogue, it was like, you know what, I could do this. And then, you know, this, the, I could do this statement really turned into something much bigger where it's like, you know what, I've got a whole set of goals around not only writing this book, but establishing a publishing company, helping others with that journey of writing a book. So, um, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, I kind of look at things, uh, I, I kind of do this annual process where I just kind of look at, you know, what are my big nugget goals for either the year or the next five years? And, and it has definitely evolved, uh, certainly, you know, even in the last couple of years. Tell me a little bit about what reward happiness is. Tell me about the book. Uh, where can we get a copy of it? You know, what, what, what's the, the premise of the book? Sure. Yeah. So uh, the book is called End of Days, The Quest. Uh, it's, it's an action adventure novel. Uh, and, and, and really it's, uh, you know, through the eyes, you know, it's a, it's a first person account through the eyes of a, of a family man, um, you know, who goes through, you know, this tragedy, if you will. Um, you know, there's also this, you know, you know, big explosion at the Washington monument that leads this character on this journey. Um, you know, that, that's, you know, not only, you know, in the U S but across the world. I mean, the character, you know, goes to the, you know, the, the Vatican goes to, uh, underground tunnels in London. Um, it's kind of similar to this Dan Brown, um, uh, you know, Da Vinci code, uh, uh, you know, type novel. I mean, it's kind of a similar, uh, you know, similar type of action adventure. And, uh, yeah, I'd say the one key thing that you know I really focus on is you know you see that you see life through the eyes of this character, and the only way that he's going to get through this adventure is by changing his emotional state, and that's really kind of the key theme of the book is is really kind of having a reader look at you know changing their emotional state, taking action in their life. In fact, uh, at the end of the book, I have a call to action for all the readers uh, that really kind of has them look at things in their own life. Um, you know, for example, in this book, it's, you know, if you had, you know, half a trillion dollars, which is more money than any, any human could possibly need, what would you do with it? And it really kind of has you take a step back of something that you wouldn't normally think about. And, and just, you know, and you can even take that at a more micro scale. If money were no option, what would you do? Right. I mean, mm. so, and if you can have readers think about life and from that lens and that perspective, uh, it, it really changes you. Yeah, it totally does. A uh, question though: Is that character based on you at all? Like, how much of that storyline uh, comes from a little bit of experience with a little bit of a twist, or is it completely a, a fictional character that you made up? Uh, well, certainly, I'd like to say that there's elements of of my life that I bring into the to all the characters. Um, you know, both the protagonist and even the, you know, the, even the antagonist of, of, of the book, right? So, you know, there's your, you know, there's the, you know, the great side and there's the dark side and there's elements of me in both those, in all those characters. Um, you know, certainly there's fictional components because, you know, the Washington Monument is still standing and, uh, and you know, there's certainly uh, uh, aspects of the characters that uh, are fictionalized. But, uh, you know, I like to bring in, 
my own life experiences into the characters and uh, and and kind of people I know and ways that I would engage with uh, with with people uh, into you know all aspects of the book as well. And uh, where can we get a copy of that if we're interested in getting one? Yeah, so it's available on Amazon and Walmart both. Um, so uh, both, and then you could also go directly to uh, my website, uh, you know, www.rewardhappiness.com. Uh, and you can get a, a copy of the book there directly. Nice. And for those of us looking to publish a book, uh, what kind of help do you offer? Like what, 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 if I'm just barely getting started, you know, what's the process for writing a book and getting it published? Yeah. So, so part of the process is, uh, you know, first, my first recommendation for any, you know, aspiring author is, you know, find a topic, find a, a genre, find an area that, that you're passionate about. I mean, because I mean, you're going to find stories that uh, are going to appeal not only to you, but to, you know, to, to a much broader audience. Now, the process in terms of, you know, publishing the book is, is you know, you know, we work with folks to, you know, de- and various parts of the journey. I mean, they could be, you know, you know, mid-cycle. They have an idea for a book and they want to kind of move forward with it. Uh, they could have a first draft of it written and they want to start the editing process. Um, you know, or they could be, you know, hey, I've got, you know, a fully written, uh, uh, you know, third draft uh, that, you know, I, I need somebody to publish a market. And we work with folks from various parts of that journey uh, throughout the process. Um, and, and there's different journeys depending on, on on what your interests are and what what your target audience is. So you know if you're looking to publish a nonfiction book, uh, you know that might go through a different that will certainly go through a different journey than if you're looking to publish a fiction book. Uh, now the one thing if you're looking to to you know partner with Reward Happiness in your publishing adventure, um, you know we do have certain criteria as well, right? So you know we're looking for for books, uh, you know whether it's fiction or nonfiction that are uplifting that. Uh, that that really you know enhance the emotional state of our readers. Um, you know we're not looking. And so if you looking to publish a, a horror story, uh, you know we're probably not the best partner for you on that. Sorry, um, Stephen but, King. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I mean, and there's certainly a market for that type of genre and that type of book, and and certainly some some fantastic authors like Stephen King uh, that that do well in that genre. But that's just not uh, our primary focus. Yeah, and it looks like you've uh, you've been doing some amazing things. Uh, it sounds like you're you're having a purposeful life. Um, how would you define like going forward? I mean, you're at a good point today. What do you see for your future for for uh, reward happiness? Yeah, I, I mean, I love to find other authors to partner with, and and really uh, partners that are aligned with our brand. You know, folks that want to uplift others. Folks that have a message to tell uh, that uh, you know could change their readers' lives, um, uh, and, and we're also looking to really evolve products too. So I mean, we're we're starting down a path of uh, uh, creating some uh, uh, products that align with the genre. I mean, one of the, one of the products that we're starting to to look at, or the the scope of products, is is these. Uh, what I'll call like secret hiding places. So, you know, we've got like, you know, boxes that'll have a secret entry, you know, secret way to open them. Um, you know, there might be a hairbrush with a, with a hidden compartment. Um, and that's aligned also with some of the stories that we're telling, right? So, you know, if you really kind of get in touch with the end of days, the quest, uh, you know, there's a lot of like secret allegory, uh, 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 
messages within the book, right? I mean, so it's about, you know, finding these little secret artifacts around the world, uh, solving a puzzle, just like, uh, you know, the Da Vinci Code and these other types of books, uh, and really kind of getting some joy out of that adventure as well. So that's kind of where we're starting with our products focus. Uh, and that's kind of where I see also us expanding over the next uh, year or so. Just make sure you don't do the decoder ring that says drink your oval teen. I mean, that might have some uh, <laughs> some sadness coming around the corner. All right, a little bit of Christmas story there. All right, Rick, uh, you know, it was it was great getting to know you on the show. And uh, again, like having that mindset of being happy and figuring out that it's all in our heads. Like we can choose to make different choices every single day to put us in a, in a, in a position to be happy on a regular basis, whether it's meditation, going for a run, taking some sort of action to make you happy. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's great to hear that people like you are putting out that message uh, and helping others to put out a very similar message. Um, so we're, we're also a testimonial business, right? So that's what we do. And I know in the book space, Reviews and testimonials are gold, right? They're money. Yeah. That's what helps you get and sell more books. So uh, before we head out, I want to know, you know, what was your experience like on the Business Bros podcast? And uh, if, in your opinion, who should be listening to the show? Uh, well, first off, the experience was great. I mean, you guys made me feel at home. I love the energy, by the way. I mean, this is the exact type of experience and uplifting uh, experience that I just enjoy in all my interactions. So thank you for 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 letting me be a part of this. Um, what was the second part of your question, Hernan? Who, in your opinion, who should be listening to the show? I, I'd say anybody that's looking to you know that has a business slant. I mean, it's certainly uh, you know entrepreneurs. Uh, you know, in terms of you know my specific show, I'm looking for aspiring authors. Um, but really, anybody that that's looking to uh, uh, help raise the emotional state of others, uh, which hopefully I believe is, I believe in my heart of hearts is really everybody. 100%. All right. Well, Rick, again, thank you very much for coming on the show. Uh, and by the way, I mean, how do you get a testimonial, ladies and gentlemen? Let me share the framework. Rick, I'm going to share the framework with you too. Uh, we did basically three things. It's very, very simple. Number one, when you come on the show, we do a little bit of homework on you. This is this thing called Google and you should be building a brand for yourself because when we do a little bit of homework, that's how we find out who Rick is and James drops a fire intro. So we tell Rick how awesome he is. And then we get into the interview process where I ask Rick to share with me more of his awesomeness on his journey, what he's doing, what he's up to today and how he's helping people. And then after that, we do the one and most important thing every entrepreneur entrepreneur needs to do, we make the ask. We ask for a testimonial. What did you think about the show? And Rick said some very kind words uh, about the show. And that is the power of a testimonial. I'm going to take that video clip and now it's going to be a piece of marketing that we could use over and over and over again for people to see that when you come on the show, you get a great experience. Don't you want your customers to talk about you like that? Don't you want, uh, I mean, I'll ask, I'll ask Rick, Rick, how cool would it be if you had your readers reach back and say amazing things about your book? Absolutely love it, Hernan. Uh, we're in the, the same type of uh, business of uh, attracting audiences. So absolutely, would love it. <laughs> That's it, ladies and gents. That's how it's done. So go to businessbros.biz, ladies and gentlemen, slash testimonials. Get your testimonials done and start putting your customers to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week on the internet, selling you and your products and services. All right, Rick, thank you very much for coming on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, it is my favorite day of the week. 
S-H-I-T, where did it go? I lost it. Oh, there it is. S-H-I-T, so happy it's Thursday. And of course, I probably, you know, I got all kinds of things, but you can't leave the day without a little bit of Eye of the Tiger, ladies and gents. Peace out. Have a great Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.